unwritten imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. Ideas now come with wireless capability. Whatever that means, I'm not sure that ideas would be wired to begin with, so is wireless really all that special? Who knows? Obviously not me. Not really. <laughs> okay. They've always been wireless, really. Yeah. Anyways, hi everybody. <laughs> My name is Eunice. I'm the author of uh, Fantasia and Eternosaurus and... Uh, anything interesting about me? Not really. Oh, I got my first uh, white hair when I was 18. <laughs> and I'm Atheo, author of Rune and Metagame. Uh, I have not gotten a white hair and I don't expect to do so for quite a while. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, this week is my idea. And we're really just like scraping the bottom of the bin now because, yeah. But uh, this is more of a, I guess, like world culture concept than magic or, f- or really any specifically fantastical idea. Well, we've done that but, before, so it's not like that's a new thing. Um. But uh, I thought it would be interesting to kind of write about a society where, like, being a warrior or, like, doing something related to violence is ranked pretty much at the bottom, like, below trash gatherers, because it's, like, considered, like, creating things is hard and destroying things is easy, and that's kind of, like, the ethos of that of that culture well there is that the issue that comes with that um sort of culture is that if the people who do violence are at the bottom but like all of them are at the bottom then you have the issue of why don't the people who do violence just come in and take over yes so i'm thinking whatever the magic system is allows this society to exist without being toppled over. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's it. (laughs) So you don't have any ideas on that magic system, you just... I mean, you know, I assume it has something to do with creation magic. Manifesting things. I'm not sure how that would stop people from just coming in and killing you. Uh... If you manifest a brick cube or dome over where they're standing. What if you're not aware <laughs> of them? That's the big issue. Uh, you know, or like... If... You need to either reduce the places where they can enter, or you need to make it impossible to get in without being affected in some... It's like, or, you know, you could have extremely strong regenerative powers. That would also be a form of creation i guess although in that case i kind of guess why i'm kind of at a loss as to why they have the people who do violence at all because it's like if you stab somebody and they don't die why are you stabbing them like in my mind this is like an isolated uh country slash place where this 
value system holds sway. So they kind of need an army to, you know, try and to defend against other countries. But like the same way people need like waste disposal, it's not it's not lauded as a pleasant or highly esteemed profession. Well, to be fair, waste disposal <laughs> is not exactly something that doesn't get paid well. And a lot of the people who do it actually quite enjoy their work, especially when it's set up correctly. I mean, that's that's fine. It's not that... I'm not saying that, you know, you can't get paid well doing garbage collection. It actually pays, like, not. really well. I'm aware, okay, because it's an unpleasant job, but it's not esteemed the way, you know, being, like, a judge or a doctor or, you know, a Picasso or Only whatever Only because people is. are idiots. Well, also because trash is smelly. Okay. Anyways. And also, it's not necessarily difficult if you're strong. <laughs> I guess. Anyways. We're... Yeah. But the, the point is, people do end up being warriors, I guess. But, like, if they have another option of something else that they're good at, they probably would try and go for that instead. I want this society to somehow make logical sense. Okay. No matter how much magic we gotta throw at this. <laughs> so we do want there to be magic then. Well, I mean, if you can come up with another way for the society to make sense, also is fine. But, like, I, I can't. Yeah, I think magic's the easiest way to do it. It's definitely possible to do it other ways, but magic's the easiest way. So, I think probably the way that I would want to do it is essentially like a like psychological magic kind of where um it's pretty easy to just like lay down an area where like nobody wants to do violence okay and then just hold that area there so like you can attack if you'd like it's just you're not going to get anywhere uh, is this magic kind of just in continuous activation in most places? Well, in most populated places, at least. It's not always, like, between. Uh, and, like, are there, like, various strengths of it? So if someone's, like, in a truly psychotic rage, like, maybe the level one spell won't work? Or, or is it, like, an absolute field of nonviolence? I would make it, like, an absolute field of nonviolence, but, um... It's not non it's not nonviolence um in the sense of like you aren't allowed to commit violence it's nonviolence in the sense of you don't want to commit violence okay cuz it's so yeah i mean i guess they'd have to figure out how to avoid like being sniped from a distance they'd have to avoid being sniped from a distance and they'd have to sort of come up with a way to deal with the people who are, you know, contracted to it. Who don't necessarily want to, but are willing to anyway. Uh, I see. So, it's not it's not that strong of a field of nonviolence if you can just be like... But you can't field an army anywhere near it, either. Okay. 
So if you kidnap someone's children and go, you gotta do this violence or I'll torture your children to death, that's enough motivation to counteract the feeling? It may be enough motivation, depending on the person. Okay, so depending on how much they love their children. (laughs) And their personal aversion to violence to begin with, yeah. Okay, and does it does it work on like psychopaths? I would say yes. It doesn't get rid of you know them being willing to do like you know emotional and psychological harm to other people, but they no longer want to commit violence, and it's a temporary thing to begin with. So okay, and then huh, like this. This magic allows people to live in a society where warriors aren't valued, but I don't know if it explains why there is a society where warriors aren't valued. Well, if somebody just figured this out pretty early and then it's like, haha, I win. I guess it makes warriors redundant. Yes. But then, would there be a reason to have any? Uh, yeah, because you... Like, is enough to protect an area. But if, you know, the person you're up against decides, okay, we'll go around your area, then you're still kind of screwed. Okay, so it's not enough to cover, like, the entire country. No. But it's enough to cover every city in that country. Okay, so so I guess warriors are kind of sent to guard the borders. Yep. And... And defend those, or scout and spy, and other other things. I, I'm not warriors, but people who may be trained in violence. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's not like a it's not like a job that a bunch of people want to do, but it is one that definitely people need to do. Okay. Um, you know, I'd say like if you're, hmm. I'm trying to figure out what circumstances would get you chosen to be one of these people. Probably nothing gets you chosen. You just get to choose it yourself. Unless we're talking about like a like a situation where you just force random peasants into the military still, even though you don't really need that many. Yeah, I mean, I was more thinking like... You know, if you're wanting to minimize the number of people in your army, you would want all of them to be highly competent so that, you know, you don't need as many of them. Yes. So then you wouldn't just want any old, you know, clumsy fool to to join up. So you'd kind of want them to be fairly elite despite their low... Uh, official societal value, I guess. (laughs) They're low value to individuals in the society. But as as a whole, they're pretty valuable to society. I guess you can make them, like, highly paid trash collectors. Like, you know, it's a a solid job. (laughs) It's a solid job. You could do it for your whole life and it's not really an issue. (laughs) Okay. So they're, they're well paid, but they're not esteemed. Exactly. Okay, so um, obviously if I was going to write this, it would be a a romance between a lowly warrior and somebody who is highly skilled in creation magic, because that's what I do. But um, (laughs) we don't have to do that. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) 
Okay. Um, <laughs> that would be doable, and I wouldn't necessarily mind it. Um, although I think that it kind of gives away your... It kind of gives it away really easily, like how everything's going to go, uh, just because it's not exactly the most difficult. Um, yeah, it would more be of a of a exploration of, you know, class <laughs> and, you know, inverting expectations and some such thing than than a, a suspenseful adventure. <laughs> yeah. This is more of more of that than the other thing. Uh but you know, you could always fight a, a war against people who have, you know, the normal values with with war. You could have them be forced to uh fight a war for some reason. Yeah. Possibly uh with just People who maybe maybe the like psychological magic can only be like managed and recharged on like an island or something, so they can't really push off of the island, but they can't really lose on the island either, or at least they thought they couldn't lose, but then they found out that they could in fact lose uh, because somebody started pushing their armies back, so now they have to deal with with that happening. Yeah. You know, like, uh, an enemy has managed to figure out a way to, like, kill some of their mages and then take some of their territory. Yes. And it's a big emergency because if they keep killing all the mages, society will crumble. It it definitely <laughs> would do that. Uh, it's almost <laughs> like they've gotten so used to psychologically manipulating the people who exist there that when they can't do that, the society would crumble. Now, I mean, I feel like the vast majority of citizens outside the field still like believe. Oh yeah, no, they in do. Nonviolent, but yeah, it's you know you only need a few bad apples to get everyone murdered. Well, in top of it's society. not. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. Um, you do, but when you have an invading army coming in uh it's no longer that's no longer an issue okay see my mind immediately just assigns a warrior to protection detail for this mage and then like uh, i can't i can't my mind just gravitates towards romance and it's not when i say gravitate i mean it literally falls as the path of least resistance (laughs) yeah i just said that that was fine okay i gave a very aggrieved sigh but it's fine (laughs) <laughs> we haven't done that in a while, right? We've had a few episodes with with that not being the the thought. Sure. Yeah. No. That's that's why it's okay. I mean, to be to be fair, it's a it's a classic for a reason, you know. Because it's great and it induces fluffy feelings in exactly. <laughs> I think there's a name for it. I just can't remember it at this moment. The, like, bodyguard romance. Oh, is there, is there a specific name for yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, like the princess and the knight type of thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't... Is, is, it's like a, a trope? As far as I'm aware, yeah, it is. I don't know. Okay, that's not important. I'll work on it. 
while we're, we're talking. Okay. Okay. So, like, what's the, what is the method that the enemy has managed to start killing a little bit a few of the mages? Snipers? Just long, long range snipers? Uh, the first time that anybody. Snipers and, like, super long range, um, like, trebuchets and stuff. Oh, that's a, that's really long. Okay, how, what kind of range? Like, we're talking, like, the size of a of a major city yeah. is, like, an area that they can cover easily. So it has to be able to, like, shoot, what, dozens of kilometers yeah. away? Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Remember, there's other kinds of magic in this world, too. Because, like, the, psych- the psychological magic only works on this island, but maybe other places have other kinds of magic. I mean, they still need to go and recharge it at their at their home base or wherever. Uh, but you know, they have their own kinds. Okay. Yeah. Is this a world where you you kind of only have one kind of magic? Like, if you do psychological magic, you don't do manifestation magic, or is it more like you can do whatever you want? But you need to go to each place to recharge yourself on on it. Well, you have to go to where? You have to go to, like, the source of, or nearish to the source of whatever kind of magic to recharge yourself on it. Is there only one source? There's only one source of each type, but not necessarily one source at all. It seems like it would not lend itself to a very large country, then. <laughs> Unless you manage to take the source from somebody else, and then you have one country with two sources. However, oh, country has a source. No. But countries would naturally spring up, or at least, like, cities or civilizations would essentially stand up near these sources. And, like, one source could take over another source, and then that group has two sources. Okay, so they're just kind of rare natural phenomena? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's just, let's say that our little peace country is the only one with the psychological magic source. (laughs) I see. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Which explains why everybody else is all warlike. <laughs> um, they may not be warlike, but... But, you know, more warlike. Or at least, you know, they they hold their people who fight in higher regard. Yeah. Um, so, the country is, is fairly small, because it's basically... People gotta just run back and forth between the source and whatever area they're they're protecting. Well, I would say that the source is, like, accessible from a fairly long range. So, like, anywhere on the island, you can recharge yourself. It's just that if you start going across the water, you're you're kind of out of luck. Yeah, like, if, you, if you're... If, so they're an island country? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm imagining something like the size of Madagascar. That works. Um, except probably more round than Madagascar is. Otherwise, they'd have plenty okay. of space off to the sides where they can still recharge on the water. Is that bad? Well, I mean, not necessarily. They could use it as their area of, um, they could use it and cast in that area, you know, suicidal ideation. Make people really want to drown themselves as they come in. You know, they they can, yeah, just, or just, you know, an invading navy comes and loses all will to fight and then leaves until they 
get out of they range. They just all wander like, out of range, and then they're like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> a minute, and they come back and just kind of get stranded at the edge of the ring. That would be hilarious. And it, like, you know, like, if you, as a mage, want to mess with them, you can, like, remove the field and let them get really close and then <laughs> cast it. Exactly. So they waste all that time sailing back and forth. It's not back and forth. And if you really wanted to mess with them, you could confuse them and make them forget that they're part of an army to begin with. And then they just sort of, like, wander off separately from each other. Or, like, maybe this country is kind of, like, famous for, like, if you send people to attack them, those people then just, like, become, like, adopted citizens and just, they're like, no, I like your country better. (laughs) They have a reputation for press-ganging your civilians. <laughs> but it's not, like, press-ganging. Like, it's just brainwashing. <laughs> Which is, like, worse, but also, like, everyone's happy. So, like, why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I do that a lot, where I just kind of destroy free will in favor of happiness. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's a good thing. Uh, just in general. Uh, well, it depends on how you define good. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with uh, that's not good, actually. Yeah, it's gonna be... But my... everyone's happy. <laughs> mm. well, at least most people are. Well, who's not happy? I would assume that the magic isn't like 100% effective. Why? Because I don't like happiness magic that's 100% effective because that's really gross and weird. Then who's going to be the exception? You said it also works on psychopaths. Yeah, but there's a difference between making somebody happy and making somebody not particularly want to kill people. Okay, so that one's absolute... I'm not saying the... I'm not saying people just cast magic that makes everybody happy all the time. That's a little bit, you know... Not necessary. There are parlors you can go to for that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like harm reduction. Like, why do drugs when you can just get pure happiness? <laughs> I feel like that would be addicting, anyways. Yes, but you know you wouldn't have any risk of overdose. <laughs> Theoretically, hopefully. I I don't know what happens if you overdose on happiness magic. Uh, I, I would essentially treat that like withdrawals. Like, okay. and the and the more you uh, put in for the happiness magic, the worse the withdrawals get. So you, you just become physiologically unable to be happy yeah. if you're not there? Okay. Well, that sounds dangerous. It sounds extremely dangerous. I love it. Why you gotta always destroy my happy worlds? <laughs> <laughs> because we have to have a balance. Ah, balance. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, someone of a very prominent psychological mage gets sniped and uh, a fairly large amount of territory is under threat and this country has to mobilize their mini army as well as protect their remaining mages. And also figure out, like, what exactly killed that mage. Because they probably aren't aware of what snipers are, because 
there have never been snipes, snipers before. <laughs> or or at least not snipers who could hit from those ranges. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking more like the actual rifle or whatever the equivalent is. Like, that has never existed before. So they're like, what is this strange thing that exploded a hole in the mage's head? So our story is following our... Uh main people as they sort of investigate what happened to what happened to this mage um constantly getting in uh ridiculously dangerous situations because they're both idiots and have no idea what they're dealing with uh but they're idiots in different ways yeah and you know one of them is a mage who is also constantly fielding assassination attempts (laughs) they're not really used to fielding assassination attempts no, they're like, there's just this little, like, sheltered baby deer that is used to love and happiness suddenly getting, like, targeted. Yep. <laughs> and freaking out a little bit, because it's scary. Very scary. <laughs> they're like, why? I didn't do anything. Ah. <laughs> and, like, you know, the warriors, like, has spent time outside the country and therefore is used to kind of maybe the warriors are from outside the country. Originally. Oh, that makes sense. That would be fun. Either that or their parents were. You know, they have enough experience that they they can function successfully as a spy or, you know, some kind of scout or something like that. Yeah. Um, but they, like, they truly believe that this, like, the, the whole, like, not esteeming violence thing is the way to go rather than kind of being raised in that religion shall we say (laughs) or perhaps they were raised in that in that culture but they uh like they were raised in the culture that that is does esteem violence but they just are sort of like yeah no no thanks yeah like they they've experienced the alternative and they're like no i i do like this society better even if my place in it is lower well, or at least not as not as well known. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, there's <laughs> gonna be some kind of mutual admiration going on between the characters. Yeah, that's how it works. That is how it works, because you know you can't really not like someone who keeps saving your life. Um, well. I mean, you you gotta work to be dislikable if you keep saving someone's life over and over again. That's probably true. You know, you should... Yeah. Um, and whereas, you know, the mage is probably has some really cool powers that are pretty. Very pretty. <laughs> to look at. Okay. And experience. <laughs> why are they pretty to look at? Screw you, that's why. <laughs> No, because we get to write it, you know? Because it's happy magic, and happy magic should be pretty. Okay. (laughs) You know what? That works fine. It could be healing magic. They could be one of those uh, geniuses who, like, studies a bunch of different kinds of magic. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, even even better. They're not, like, a genius or anything. They're just like, yeah, so I'm one of the best mages at our academy. Really, though, what I want to do is magic therapy. Magic therapy? That's... Yeah, they do, like, magic-assisted therapy for people. Okay. <laughs> but 
Are they being especially targeted for this? Well, they're being specially tapped because they're like top of their class, you know? No, I mean, are they being especially targeted for assassination attempts? Well, I mean, they're a powerful mage. I don't see why they wouldn't be targeted. Because they would just want to be a therapist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose being a therapist would be a highly esteemed profession in this world. I don't know if it would be highly so. esteemed, but it wouldn't exactly be, like, bad either. Okay. Uh, and, the, you know, the warrior has some, some issues that <laughs> get worked through. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> On the way, you know? It's, <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, just free therapy sessions in the middle of all the assassination attacks. <laughs> Look, how can I trust you to defend me if I'm constantly feeling your PTSD from behind me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, I'm just helping you optimize your fighting capabilities. So just sit still and enjoy the magic. <laughs> Although It's not purely magic, it's magic assistant. Yeah. That being said, uh, according to, like, professional ethics, you really can't, like, date your psych patient. Yeah, I I know, but welcome to romance. Like, ethics? What are you talking about? Yeah, that, that's one of the main things. One of the main issues whenever anybody depicts, like, any kind of, like, healer or doctor in a romance, you're like, ooh, that's a breach. That is a breach of professional ethics if I've ever seen but one, but we're gonna ignore it because everybody else does for some reason. Yeah, it's just like, okay, I guess nobody's pulling your license for some reason. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna let this vulnerable population date their therapist. <laughs> to be fair, they're not like just that so you could consider it to be less of a breach than usual uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> oh yeah no it is i absolutely agree with you but you know on an entertaining level like uh you know in terms of the official policy in like medical licensing societies like psych patients are like Never. Every every other type, they're like, you know, might be able to consider it if they haven't been your patient for, like, three years. Yeah. <laughs> and then Psych is like, no. No? Stop that. It's really <laughs> gross. But we're doing it because <laughs> screw realism. This is a fantasy. There are no ethics boards. <laughs> <laughs> There are no ethics boards and no issues that that causes at all. Exactly. This person never went to medical school. <laughs> we're, just, we're not gonna... We're just gonna skim right over all of that. <laughs> it wouldn't occur to most people. It won't. So it's fine. Um, and, you know, I guess the ultimate goal of the other country is to destroy or confiscate that. Well, it's just to get their own... It's just to take over the source of the psych magic so that they can use it. Yeah. But they want to use it to, like, cast fear magic and other 
Well, I mean, like, if you just cast non-fighting magic on the other side, then... Well, it doesn't allow you to kill them. It allows you to attack from range. Oh, yeah. If you just hit them with non-fighting magic as you're approaching from range, and they're not entirely certain what's up with that, that would be a really bad, uh, really bad time. I guess. You'd still be able to dodge. <laughs> yeah, you would, but, like... That's not really ideal either. Um, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Like yeah, it, it would be an escapable but unfortunate situation. Yes. Okay, and is wait the sources are movable, right? They're not fixed. Yeah. They are in fact movable. Okay. I would like, but like, they should be like unwieldy. Oh yeah, no, you're not gonna move it like, you're not gonna move it just because. Yeah, like you can't like stick it in your pocket and run. But you know, with like... I'm more talking about like, you have to like, coax it out of its den by like, pulling on the magic in certain ways and working with it for like, a few years. And then you can get it moving in a direction. Okay, and I would like to just make it very large, so you'd at least need, you know, like, 12 horses or something. Yeah, well, well, what I'm saying is, like, you need, like, 40 or 50 people working basically around the clock to get it moving, and then once it's moving, you need, like, 20 people to just keep it moving. And then you need to repeat the process when you stop it again. Okay. So, yeah, you really gotta, like conquer that area before you can really do anything and it's a commitment to move it too yeah and you know you can't you can't like hide it as you're moving it because it's like anybody can see this thing that you're moving (laughs) so it's very hard to like conceal its location yes i mean also you know you have like mages going back and forth from this one area over and over again all the time, so... Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, how do we defeat our dastardly antagonists with their snipers? Uh, we first learn how snipers work, and then what we do is we chase them down because we don't really have any genuine protection from them uh, while creating perhaps... An extra spell that, like, makes it difficult to target people with uh, snipers. Like, if you're trying to look at somebody within this area, then it changes your perception so that any numbers or, or, like, understanding of distance that you have just gets set off by, like, a factor of ten or so. So is it, like, a spell of psychological blurry vision? Essentially, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So you have to make make them untargetable from a distance. Or Yeah, but like it's not like an easy thing to come up with, so they spend a while uh on that. Yeah, like I would say that they have to kind of develop a new style of spell that is centered on a target that's being observed rather than a physical area and it's like it's technically challenging yes okay so you know it takes them a while to figure that out 
that they should do that and how they can do that. Yes, and it doesn't come from, like, the standard study of defensive uh, psychological magics. Yeah. So, you know, some part of the whole adventure of running around and almost getting killed all the time and fighting and stuff sparks the idea of changing the focus of the magic somehow. Yes. Because maybe there's an equivalent physical battle tactic that I can't think of because (laughs) I don't actually know any. I don't know if that's accurate, but we can just move on past it. And then peace is restored. People get married. (laughs) I don't know. The bad guys go home with their tails between their legs. That one's okay. Yep. The country gets a few extra citizens. (laughs) (laughs) Again. You know, it's just like... Every time we get invaded, we get all of these new citizens. This is like fuels our population growth. It's very uh, simple. We get uh, experts from other places, and it's fine. And then, I don't know, they end up like even expanding their territory somehow. I, I would actually uh, not have them expand their territory at all. Just be like, oh, we can't chase them, because we'd have to go over the ocean, and then we wouldn't have as much magic anymore. That sucks. Okay, so their their whole their whole idea is to just stay turtled yep. on their island. Very turtled. The island of paradise. And the is that the whole that's the whole story? Yep, that's the whole story. <laughs> okay. That was fairly linear. Yes, very linear. We only went on one tangent. We went on a couple of tangents, but yeah. <laughs> only one extended one. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, nice little package, you know, a little standalone novel, if you will. Um, so if you like this story, write it, then email us at listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com. If you want to come up with a version of it that doesn't involve a massive violation of professional ethics, then write that and also email us at the same address. I mean, you could just, like, make the mage not a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Ta-da! <laughs> Maybe they were thinking about doing that, but have since decided uh, that they can't. And there you go. (laughs) Easy. I mean, they also shouldn't have any healing magic, but, you know, that's a little less. Because if it's, it's like, hand wave, your injury is healed, it's not nearly as close of a therapeutic relationship as a normal doctor. I also (laughs) wouldn't have any, like, uh, I wouldn't have any, like, healing magic at all, you know? Okay. But just because they don't have that, you know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and any other questions, comments, email us. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.